Hey everyone, it's Keisha here from K&J Conversations, where we talk about love, family, relationships, and everything in between. I hope you're ready for this evening because we got some great topics. So come join us because guess what? It's conversation time. What's up? It's Keisha. It's Justin. K&J Conversations. Yes, sir. Ready for this conversation? I was born ready. Born ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's do our check-in, baby. How you feeling? Oh, I'm good now. We potting. I'm watching the Bulls while we potting. Mark ain't just dunked on his niggas. I'm, I'm happy. The Bulls doing, they doing a good-ass job right now. So I'm happy. <laughs> so I'm good. But other than that, I've been good. Um... Mentally, I'm great. All right. Yeah, I mean, spring gonna be this something this uh this, this Saturday. Summer. <laughs> spring gonna be this summer. <laughs> spring gonna be this Saturday. So I'm cool. The, the clock already went forward, so it's more daylight. Ooh, I've been messed on. up because of that too. You. Shit. But <laughs> other than that, I've been good, man. I've been real good. Been watching my uh, my TV shows. What you been watching? What the hell? Hit me with the- I just got done with the uh, Last Chance You basketball. Really good season. Um, yes, I enjoyed it. If you haven't watched it, you gotta watch yeah, it. Yeah, it sucks they didn't get to finish their season because of COVID. So, you know, that, that's a, that sucked. Um, and then I bought this this league pass. Well, I didn't buy a whole league pass since after the All Star game. You know, the rates are discounted for uh, for the NBA. Um, so what I did is I didn't really want to watch all the teams. Only team I really about I really care about watching is the Bulls. Cause the majority of the games you can watch on cable, right? On our Direct TV, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So and that's all. You know the Bulls they they're somewhat decent, so I'm I'm all in on them. Um, if either we win or we lose, you know it don't matter. I'm just happy that they're playing competitive basketball. Um, in the long goddamn time, <laughs> so I'm happy about that. So I got that uh, my Bulls Go package. Bulls. Um, and then I just picked up today, which is an older show, but I, I just found it. I've been hearing about it for a while, but I just finally found it. It's, um, how, how to make it in America. It's probably mid 2010s, 15, 16, 17, maybe even older than that. Um, but it's not a bad show. I'm on uh, episode three of season one. So it's pretty good so far. I kind of like it. Um, oh, snap. I just thought about it. Justice League come out this weekend. Well, come out on Thursday. Okay, so, okay. And, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier come out on Friday, too. Those both the series. Um, the Justice League is on HBO Max. That's okay. why I'm watching How to Make It in America, too, if anybody want to see it. It's on HBO Max, How to Make It in America. Justice League come out on Thursday. Um, and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier come out on Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, got some stuff lined up for the weekend. Yeah, I'm chilling, man. Like, this is what we do, man. This is when the spring come out. That's when we gonna get some fresh air and get out and move around, which we still do, but we don't do it as much over the, um, you know, the winter naturally. And so, but now, I'm chilling. Time <laughs> moves. Yes, but well, what about you? How's your checking? How you feeling? I'm okay. I am just preparing for my follow up. Um. Tomorrow from from my surgery, yeah, which I'm looking forward to that just to see making sure everything is healing okay. All right. And um, but mentally I'm I'm in a good space I guess. Um, not too bad. Good. 
Then um, one of the shows I've been watching yeah. is uh, on Netflix, Marriage or Mortgage. It reminds me of Love It or List It, if anybody loves that show, I do. Yeah. Um, it's two ladies on there. One is a realtor and one is um, a wedding planner. It ain't like competition with couples because the couples are trying to decide rather to put money towards a wedding or towards buying a home. And so a so lot that's of... That's what I do. I, I would do a home, personally. Damn but, right. Um, but most of the, the, the um, couples had like 30000 I yeah. think the smallest amount a couple had was 20000 Yeah. So it's really dope to watch them go through the process. Both ladies take them on adventures. You know, the one show them like three homes. The other one goes through the wedding planning process. Mm -hmm. And everybody has like a different thing they want. So it's kind of dope to see. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to plan a wedding. Give you some ideas um, with the budgets like these couples have. So it's, I like the show a lot. It's really dope. And then I watched um, Honest Thief. I guess the movie came out last year, and and I love Liam. Like that's yeah. one of them. Yeah, I think I got a little crush on him. I like that movie. He was I mean, cool. like him. He was cool until you started calling black folks niggas. Yeah. <laughs> so disappointing. But I still like his movies. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I watched it. It was really good. But I since I um, took a nap, I I kind of was in and out. So I gotta go back and um, I'm gonna watch it again. But the the gist of it. No one bad. Yeah. It's Liam being Liam to me. That's why. Well, he played the same kind of role. He do, man. So I don't know. Cause, Liam is Liam. But I do like him a lot. That's <laughs> what he doing, man. He had the same tone, the same expressions, the same demeanor. But I really. The whole know. time. Whole time. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, he got a movie out. Okay. Yeah. But um, and then another thing I just want to kind of touch um real quick in the check in. Is the performance um Carly B and Megan did? I thought it was a dope uh, performance. I liked it. Um, ladies um supporting each other. You yeah. know, they did they singles they got out, and then they did they single they got together. Yeah. But apparently, I guess it ruffled some feathers, and people wasn't feeling it, and just speaking on what the world is coming to, and what our kids are watching, but. I I have mixed feelings with that. I feel like when we were kids in the nineties. You saw a whole lot of ratchet. You had men with women half naked, and then mind you, the uncensored is just whoo, Jesus. Saw a whole lot of ass. When I saw Tupac uncensored video mm -hmm. of um how you want it, mm -hmm. I'll keep the clean version. Like them women was really butt ass naked. Like they had a whole little freak fest yeah. going on the, on on set. So I just feel like, and then you had um. Just what you were saying earlier that uh, B, that BT after dark. Yeah, that whole that whole show represented just freakness Man. and just nudity and everything under the sun, and kids was, Listen, was like, "Come on!" I had school in the morning. I was in high school. <laughs> I was had school in the morning. Yes, I was up. I was waiting for that tip drill and that uh. That, I remember that Chris uh, that that handstand video to come on, boy. I was waiting. Wait a minute. I remember being in high school, and I remember everybody talking about the tip drill video. I hadn't seen it. Man. Because that was the only place you could see that video. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, I hadn't seen it. And so, one night I was up, and it came on, and I was like, you got to be joking me. And I think what really did it for me is when he took the damn credit card and swiped the girl ass and with it. And she got to moving that thing, boy. I was like, you know what? It was a transaction. I, I was just like, I'm done. He, he, he completed the transaction. 
I, I've never in my life, but teach is all. So I don't know. I don't. I feel like if it's something that you feel like your kids shouldn't be watching, then you make sure your kids ain't watching it. But on the flip side of that, half these kids know this stuff. Yeah. They gonna see it one way or another. Yeah. So I don't really. I me personally, I just don't get it. Like like I was telling you um, a little earlier, it's a probably all the little critics is coming out as they are conservative types, you know. And they kids, they these conservative families. Those be wild you go, kids. you open them doors in them kids' bedrooms, and guess what? They on YouTube watching all this shit. Yeah. They on TikTok watching all this shit. I, I wouldn't know about TikTok because I'm a grown ass man. I do not have an account on TikTok. You know why? Exactly, because I'm a grown ass <laughs> man. So, but that's where they do all the shit. I just I don't know. It just it blew me that uh, some people had the reaction they had. But teachers on and everybody have their rights and their own opinions. But apparently Carly was going talk to talk with some chick. I Candace somebody. And um Is it Candace Owens? Yeah, I think so. Oh, uh, as soon as you said Candace, I knew exactly who, is she? who they I don't know who that is. Candace Owens is a, is a, she she's um I can I guess is 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 good I guess it's fair to say she's a politician. But she see she she's for black people, but she's a she's a Republican at the same time. Who so is she, she married to? I don't know who she's married to. Oh. But she's the same woman that got into it when they had the um the the revolt. Um, I guess the um, dang, what are they called? Like a symposium or something down here in Atlanta. It was a whole bunch of different people on the on the um on the podium. It was her and Killer Mike, and it was Ti. And then I think Tamika Mallory, and it was like three other Is people. Is that that short chick, chick that was doing the protest and stuff? That's the dark skin, no. Oh, the, not her. And Ken's only the dark skin chick that got into it with T.I. And T.I. was Oh, one. her. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. Okay. Yeah, she's, okay. The, she's the one that got into it with okay. T.I. Because I didn't, okay, no, I know exactly who you're talking and about. And that's when everyone remember T.I. getting to it. was like, you started with some bullshit. Well, she got into it with, uh, with Carly. Carly, and Carly yeah. uh, kind of let her have it. But, uh, and then she kind of went for the, Candace went kind of too below the belt trying to say, yeah. like, you wouldn't know nothing about having a good husband and all that. Like, she, she was, mm-hmm. yeah. And I just feel like when you make them type of comments, you want to get slapped. <laughs> like you, you want somebody to slap you because you can't do that. You had an opinion about the performance. You didn't like it. That's your opinion. But yeah. you, you asking for it. Whatever Carly said to you, you asking for it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know. Teachers on, but she, I, I guess she don't have a good rep with with, with, with black saying people. stuff. She doesn't have a good rep with a lot of black people. I didn't like the comments she made. I thought to me that was a little bit much because you see, there's a whole lot of. Um, different nationalities that do different things, but I don't hear people, you know, having comments about that. Yeah. So, so to be a black woman and say something like that to another black woman, yeah. it's like, you doing too much. You didn't have to like the performance. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But you didn't have to be... Just when you said you Candace, know. like, oh, Candace. Yeah, that's exactly who it is. And like, it was oh, just, there you go, right there. I didn't really care for the comment. They were, they were talking about it on the radio earlier when uh-huh. I was listening to the radio, and it was literally while they were on the air. This was going on on Twitter. Yeah. And um, any type of criticism that she have to a black people, it hit it hit the public, and it it a it a it marinate in a in a sour way. Well, I because of I, criticism. I just sure. I thought it was not um, tasteful. I felt like it's one thing to not like something because everybody's entitled to not like something. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
you need to watch what you say and how you say it. Mm-hmm. And it was just funny because on the radio they kind of cracked jokes like, you know, you 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 are you gonna have that same energy if you see this girl in person? Like, would you would you say that to it. no? You know what I'm saying? That's what they were saying. Like, would you would you say this to her in her face? You know what I'm saying? So I don't no, know. I you just, just like mm-hmm. I said, I didn't watch the Grammys, but you showed me the clip for uh, both of them. And it was. And I gotta say this: you know what you you know what type of performance you're gonna get when you book Meg and and. But that's on the, the show. music. Yeah, that's what the music. And it ain't a bad thing, but the the Grammys <laughs> the Grammys are more conservative. So you know you booking that, you know you are gonna get some criticism. Not from I mean, cause that's just the way the Grammys is more of a conservative show. So when you book them, was, you know what time it now, is. Now, I guess for me, I was shocked yeah. that they had them. But then they're so big right now. Like, Carly just made some world record. You know, like, she just hit yeah. some goals. Um, Meg been killing it. They doing numbers. They doing numbers. So they, so, can't, they can't deny that. And they right. got to give them a, um, a slot I mean, on they the have show. to give them their shine because they yeah. doing numbers. And you can't deny them right now. Right. But just know, you know what time it is. But that's <laughs> my thing. Why are you so shocked? If you watch the videos for these songs. Yeah. What, so what? what? Like, I was I was more put back when they actually, like they in the Grammys and they banging this music. They banging WAP in the Grammys. Yeah. Though. Uncensored. I'm like they they actually banging WAP uncensored. But I don't think it was like Grammys. that when I watched it on on the thing. I think that's just because they probably blurred on TV. Yeah, but yeah in, that's what it was. In that in that at that location in that theater or whatever it was, they banging WAP. I'm like Man, these people was mad uncomfortable right now. Probably you know <laughs> a few people probably were. they probably just smiling. You know how white folks get sometimes. Because it was blanked out on the lied. on the recording. <laughs> But oh, that was so nice. They probably look like oh my god. But to me, like those are costumes they had on because yeah. that's what they are. And what's the difference from any performer that we've ever seen on any type of award show in their costumes? Yeah, the women had a little butts out because they have the uh li- like the leotard like outfits. Yeah. So what 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 was the problem? I don't think it's you the didn't problem. like you you didn't like the problem that they was popping. That's, I'm, or they, twerking. Well, it's called got, twerking now, but back in our day, it was called popping. They just got to realize you know what you're going to get when you book them. And then you book them at the Grammys. You know what time well, it is. Well, I just so. think that she she may, maybe she just made because she can't pop it and get, drop it low. Who maybe knows? that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? I ain't hating on the next chick. I can't twerk. Now, I could pop a little something, but I can't twerk. Okay? I'm a little old school in that sense. Hey, you got to keep your knees good, baby. got to keep, keep your knees nice. I can do a little pop, maybe. Mm. But the twerking, I ain't mastered the twerking yet. So maybe she just made she can't twerk. <laughs> Go back to the lab, man. No, maybe, that, maybe that's what it was. But to me, kudos to them ladies. Um, Meg won with uh, Beyonce. And um, Beyonce hit some records last night. Yeah. Her, her baby hit some records. Um, I love to see that. I love to see um, 27 women. 27 or 28. I love to see women doing their thing and winning. It it just it's a beautiful thing. Her daughter winning something with her mother. That's a beautiful moment. Shout out to Beyonce. Man. So I'm here for it. Um, Meg did her thing. Carly did her thing, and Carly has hit some um, records in the music industry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I salute that. I feel like people need to stop trying to point out so many negative things and point out the things that these people are doing. That's hitting records and hitting history. Yeah. That ain't nobody done. And there are women doing it. Like, why can't you acknowledge that? Mm-hmm. Why the what you want to hear the social media is the negative. 
Like that's ugly and it comes off as just hating to me. Yeah. That's what it comes off. Because this girl just well, a couple of days, I think that was a few days ago when they said Carly uh um song hit. Ten million. You know what I'm saying? Bodak Bodak Yellow. Yeah. Ten million. So it's 10 like million come streams. on, like or ten million something, something about to spend the same yeah, ten million, like ten million streams or uh ten million purchases, something like that. Something she went like down that, yeah. on that single. That's all I know. Yeah. And so it's like, why why would the one thing you want to say about this young lady is something negative? Yeah. Or both of them for that matter. But, you know, Carly had to come and say something because you came for her in a negative yeah, light. You know, you know, so, hey, man, in the, word, in, the, in the words of the great Jay-Z, the great legendary Jay-Z, men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. No, nah, you can't, whether you like what they do or not, you cannot... Um, take away the things they have accomplished in the music industry. Numbers don't lie. You know what I'm saying? And Carly has come a long way because we was watching her on Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop. Like this girl has grinded and did whatever she funny had to do. Funny as hell. Do. Funny yeah, as hell. <laughs> I just feel like for her to, and then like they were saying on the radio, I agree with that. It's like she's, she's an intelligent person. When you talk to her, um, I don't know if you've ever seen any interviews or when she does little, you know. I've heard some She's of, um, very, like, she's very intelligent. She knows what she wants and things like that. But I just feel like, stop trying to be so negative and just point out all the negative things people do and that you feel like doing, I should say. Because yeah. just because you think it's negative don't mean it's negative. That's just your opinion. But... I salute all those women, and I, I salute Slow, what they're doing, the things they have accomplished. So I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was good entertainment, to be honest. Made me want to get up and do some juking and, and some popping and twerking. I couldn't. It was a lot of ass shit. I say that. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I, when you watch stuff like that, and I guess that's just because I, I like to dance and then come. All I know is <laughs> growing up in the '90s in Chicago, you listen to house music. Um, Cause that little snippet of that song when they be like, "There's some hoes." That's Chicago house music. Yeah, she said she got it from the East Coast, from like Pennsylvania or something like that, Pittsburgh. I'm like, but that's Chicago. Nah, yeah. If I can, you know, I need to look up what I can't. I can't even think about is the DJ shit. One of them had they had that little mix on mm-hmm. a little mixtape. But that's Chicago all day. But me and my cousin used to be in the backyard in our houses when we do our little spin nights mm-hmm. at each other's house. And being it, popping it and dropping it low and coming up with steps and writing all those steps like this is what we do this is what we gonna do so I don't know when I see stuff like that it just reminds me of a kid and how we used to dance and things like that. All I know and, is so. before I watched the video I ain't had nothing in my hand and after watching the video I had a couple dollars in my hand I ain't know what the dollars you was came right from. I ain't know what the dollars came from all I know is when the video went off it was dollars in my hand. So. Like, Hey, yeah. make it rain. But I don't know. I it that's just how I see it. I just think people should stop trying to point out negative stuff and just be more positive. It's too much going on in the world and too much negative stuff that's going on already. Yeah. So why must we take away somebody's greatness with negative energy? I think you know what I'm saying? There's enough of that going on in the world. But anyway, you ready for this conversation, baby? I was born ready. You was born ready? Well, let's go on and get into this conversation. We'll be right back, guys. All right, now. All right, we're back. Yes, sir. All right, so let's go on and get into this conversation because we got some great topics tonight. What you got? So for segment one, we're going to get into this Kurt Franklin conversation with his son. Okay. Because 
everybody talking about it. And I think if you a parent, I'm sure a lot of parents lot have of some things to say. A lot of opinions. You know what I'm saying? So let's go on and get to this conversation. Um, so apparently, him and his son had a conversation and things kind of went left and his son decided, hey, I'm going to record it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, I don't know what I would do if I'm having a private conversation with our child and then he decided to record it. Like, you just, you want me to beat your ass because you want... <laughs> Come take the time to record me, and then did they say what what the what the argument was about originally? Well, no, I don't think they really broke down what initiated the argument. But from what it seems, as if his son was disrespectful, right, so and what, that took Kurt. Shall I go ahead over okay. the edge? So I found a conversation. You want me to go ahead and just play it real quick? That's fine. All right, so this is a conversation I found. I guess is what was going on. in the car. That had, I think that was somebody else he was, in the It car seemed room. like he was showing his ass. And then on top of that, he sat there and was like, I dare you. I would dare what? Like, you can't... Okay, so... All right, so for home, before you say anything... Okay, go ahead. Okay, this is, a, this is a father talking to a son. Right. Okay, I'm a son, I have a father. Mm-hmm. I'm a father, I have a son. Mm-hmm. So... The recording thing is definitely out of bounds. It's disrespectful. It's definitely disrespectful. When it comes to my relationship with my father, I'm never going to say anything to disrespect my father because of the love I have for him. I don't even curse around my father. That's and, the first thing. And then, too, just any child, whether you a male or a female. Yeah. When my, when my father was living or my grandfather, I would never disrespect either one of them. And... So it's just like for me. But that's you, a woman. I'm talking about men to men. I mean, I'm Hold just on. Saying, okay. Go I'm ahead. talking about men to men. So me being a grown man talking to my father, it's that respect line you have. Your father's the the guy you first, the first person, the first person you look up to, the first person you see day in day out. That's the person that set your beliefs and your and uh, imprint like your values and things like that moving into your life. So and his it, son and it's is okay. His son's thirty-two years old. It's okay for when your father had disagreements and you guys talk to each other man to man. That's perfectly fine. That's the same thing I'm embedding with my son. It's okay if you got something to say. I tell him all the time. I don't teach you to be silent. Say what you're gonna say. We gonna respect each other and we are gonna move forward. Even when he becomes a he becomes a young man, and he gets to his twenties and thirties. You got a disagreement? Let me know. We can talk it out. We both two grown men. Stay respectful, and it'll be fine. Cause that's the way you talk. You, if you want respect, you gonna get respect. What he did, that's it's no line of respect he has to his father. His father had every right to go off on him like that. When I was going all that, I dare you and all that stuff you saying. That's disrespectful to your father. You got everything coming from your father. He gonna give to you when you cross that line. Cause he's the one who created you. I just feel like. At 32 years old, you know better. 
Um, I do not feel like he should have been recording anything. What did you gain from that? What 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 was your motive in recording your father's conversation with you and then releasing it? You know what I'm saying? What 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 was you trying to just make him look like a bad person? Because in the public eye, he represent being a Christian and things like that, gospel music. Okay, but he's still a parent before anything. And you And then him. you gonna sit here and tell your father, "I dare you." Yeah. Like you, I can't imagine my child telling me, "I dare you." Dare when you say those type of words to me. You want me? You asking for something? You you're 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 asking. You definitely asking for something because I just feel like those are words you say to people on the street. I dare you. You know what I'm saying? When you have an argument with a person on the street, those are words you say to them. But you talking to your father like that? What you thought that man was gonna do? And I me mean, personally, I'm gonna just be honest with you. Because Kurt turned around and gave an apology to his fans. I don't feel like he owe anybody no explanation. Owe. He don't owe nobody an apology. Nope. Those are things that was behind closed doors with his grown ass son that stepped out of pocket with him. Point blank simple. And whatever came out that man's mouth, no, it might not have been Christian-like, but ain't nobody gonna tell me that um, they ain't never said a cuss word, whether you're a Christian or not. We ain't gonna go down that rabbit hole. We definitely not you know what I'm saying? So, I don't feel like, personally, I get why he did it because of his image, what he represents. I get that. But to me, as a 50-something-year-old man, talking to his 32-year-old son that was being very disrespectful, mm-hmm. I do not feel like that man owed anyone any type of apology. No. At all. No. Because I would have said the same damn thing. Like, you dare me. What do you mean by that? Like, you want me to just go left with this. Because what are you saying to me as your parent? You're not talking to one of your friends on the street? It's just a line of respect. Yes, it really is. is. It's very antagonizing for for anyone to say, I dare you. The only thing you're going to get out of that conversation is you're just going to get more... You're you're going to be more volatile at the end of the day. And second of all... Looking in on this conversation, this is the action. Is is a spoiled? He's a man, but he's acting like a child. And this is a spoiled child. It seems like this boy he's been given. He's been given what he wanted, and then it seems as though he catch fits when he don't give the fuck. But Kurt said in his apology that this has been a strained relationship for a while. Mm-hmm. That has been a toxic relationship, and on the actions of his son and the things that he said to his father, it shows that. Because you pushing your dad, you pushing that man's buttons. You like want to see what he going to do, how far you can take this situation. And that's what little toddlers do. When you tell a toddler, don't touch that. Or you can't have that. Mm -hmm. And they keep trying to see what the limit is on this you can't have. Mm -hmm. Until they get their hand popped. Or, you know, or they get a timeout. Or however you choose to handle it. But they'll keep testing the waters to see how far they can go. And that's what I feel like he was doing. And he wanted his dad, and I felt like he was doing that too because he knew what his intentions was on recording his father. So I felt like he pushed his dad buttons to get it to that point. He did. So he can say, this is what he does. No, Mm -hmm. because I don't know what parent on this earth, whether you a parent or not, but especially, I guess, if you a parent, Mm -hmm. I don't know what parent on this earth, they don't give a damn if that kid is, is, is our son age, teenage years, or grown as hell in their 20s and 30s. I don't know no parent that's going to allow their child to talk to them that way. It's true. Period. 
Because I don't care when my son gets to his teenage, 20s, 30s. He can never cross that line with me and talk to me in that manner. But so that's the I don't respect know. you have when you raise your... If, <laughs> if, 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 if your child is... You're the first piece of authority your child has to respect. If your only child don't respect you as a parent and he grew up in a household with you, how are you going to go out in the world and respect anybody else or think it's going to be cool for him to say act the way he act? He easily going to end up in jail. He gonna, he could be end up getting his ass killed because he's going to run across the wrong person with that same, he come up with that same disrespectful manner. It's not going to end up well for him. But it's funny because I guess he has a problem with people coming because now he's done with it after he's created all of this. You know what, people? That's because I guess uh, Ricky Smiley has some things to say about, you know, how Kirk didn't have you know uh, Kirk Franklin didn't have apologize for. And I guess he called himself getting upset, but you put it out there, so apparently you wanted us Listen, to have I'm an sorry. opinion on it. I have a thing about when people say, they, they put their shit on front street. They, and then they, they don't want you to they, talk about it. They speak their piece and they and they put their 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 point of view out on shit. Then they like, I'm done with it. You ain't done with it because it's out there. Not everyone in the world got something got to say about, about it. Pain about it. Even people that's close to you, they gonna want to have a conversation with you. So all that done with this shit after you didn't say your side, that, that shit is over with. And then he has something to say because um, Kirk Franklin's daughter has something to say about it, or whatever. The incident and whatever, and um, she was signing with her father, cause I mean you just wrong in so many levels, mm-hmm. and I think he thought what I think he thought, I think he thought him because he pointed out that Kurt Franklin didn't apologize to him, he apologized to his fans. Ooh, he was, yeah, and I was like, part? well, why would your father apologize to you when you was being disrespectful? And then he was like, this is how he talks to me. Man, I'm gonna be honest. Nobody know apologies. Wait a minute. I don't know no parent that's gonna not talk to you the way your father did. Because most parents, any especially in the black household, the first thing is gonna be says, "I'm gonna put my foot up your ass." I'm telling you, that's what it is. You know. Him, him fathering his son, whether his son is a grown man or not. Yeah. First of all, he ain't showing grown man actions. No, he's not. You don't respect, you don't respect your all. elders in a sense. So, I don't know, man. It would never happen in the household. Let me ask you this. Oh, go ahead. I ain't no, go, no, no, go ahead. I was just about to ask you, um, just in general, on this. Do you feel like people have the right? Because, you know, you're going to have something that's going to stab with the son. Well, he was wrong. He shouldn't talk to his son like that. Why would you talk to him like that? Do you feel like people have the right to have their input on what you choose to do with your children? As long as you ain't harming them or doing anything, you know, wrong. Do you feel like people have the right to tell you how to move with your child? Well, everyone has their opinion, but do they have the right? No one has the right to tell anyone how to parent or father their, their children. You, because a lot of people, especially if you don't have children, you don't know, you don't, you don't experience, you don't go through that process of being a parent. So it's no, no one has the right because that's, that's his child. He created that child. He put a roof over that child's head. Their relationship is probably strained, but he knows his father. His father has done some things for him. I'm pretty sure of it. So your feelings towards your father, those are your feelings. But it still should be respected at the end of the day. I'm going to just be honest. I feel like if you're not raising my kid or doing what um, needs to be done for my child and feeding them, clothing them, putting a roof over their head, um, I don't really feel like you have the right to tell me what to do and how to do it. 
that's just my opinion. No one could ever come in my household and say, oh, you should be doing X, Y, Z. No. Unless the, my child is going to pack up his belongings and move in with you, there's nothing for you to say to me about my child. Um, I don't feel like when you're a parent, you get a book about what should be done and how it should be done. No parent is perfect. But in this situation here, um, when your child is just going to bluntly just disrespect you and feel like they have the right and then on top of disrespect you, they feel like they can go about recording the conversation to make you look bad. That's just crazy to me. Um, and yeah, people are always have their opinion on what they think you should do and how you should do it. But um, I just feel like, no. Keep, a, keep your opinion to yourself. You yeah, keep your opinion to yourself. You ain't raising my child. Keep your opinion to yourself. And I'm just thinking, like, what would I have I done if I was in Kirk Franklin's shoes? Because the one thing that stood out to me when he did his apology, he stated that, um, and I, I, I get why he did it, because he probably felt like he had to. But he stated, recently, my son and I had an argument that he chose to record. I felt extremely disrespected in that conversation, which he should have. Absolutely. And I lost my temper. And I said words that are not appropriate. And I'm sincerely sorry to all of you. I sincerely apologize. He, you know, that's what he said. He stated in the video, and I watched his apology. Um, but he also stated that the family had has engaged in counseling for years to try to, you know, help the situation, mm -hmm. the relationship with his son and things like that. But it hasn't, it apparently hasn't helped. Yes. So, still, you know what I'm saying? Still yeah. So I just feel like his son is wrong on so many levels. And I'm going to just say this from a person that has lost their father. Um, you only got one mother, one father. And so you need to really cherish them while they're here. Because yep. once they're gone, there's nothing you can do about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All you can do at that point is go to a cemetery and, and, and talk to dirt. Yep. So. I don't know what his son is going through or whatever the case may be, but he needs to find it deep within himself, maybe to have counseling or something to work out whatever issues. And then maybe at a later date after he work on whatever he needs to work on, him and his dad and as a family, they can do counseling again. Because you do not want, want to lose a parent in them type of situations. Right. Because you can't go back. It's done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... I don't know. I really hope that um, they can figure it out. But, Kurt Franklin, you ain't got nothing to apologize for. Nothing whatsoever. If anything, brother, you need to get them gloves and you need to be like, okay, son, we got differences. This was going Take on. Take the, the yeah, box we need, Come on, we finna get the gloves. We finna go out back. I'm finna show you on your father. <laughs> and that's basically what it is. Yeah, I don't. I sometimes, don't your, sometimes your kid needs to be put in their place no matter how old they are. Because they try you. Kids try you. All day. I don't care what age they are. <laughs> they try you, but I don't feel like he had nothing to be sorry for whatsoever. Um, they is a private situation. Yeah, that was supposed to stay private, and that's what it is. They need to work on that as a family. That ain't none of our business. But you know, everybody definitely gonna have an opinion because it's been put out there. And then I do feel like his son did it to be malicious. To make his dad look bad. You better remind, so. you better remind your son. How he them, them hands still work. <laughs> well, he I think he made it clear. This paws still work, though. <laughs> Let him know. 
Let them know. I think Kurt made that clip. <laughs> when you did, hey, yo, these, these paws still work, fam. Whatever you talking about. Don't let the age fool you. Don't, never. Because I'm just thinking, like, my father, he, he wasn't for the shits like that. No. Like, my dad would keep it 100 with us, with his kids. He would, you could joke, you could talk to my father about anything. But the one thing he did not tolerate from his kids was disrespect. He would lay your ass out. <laughs> That's what it was. In, in that order. Yes, in that order. So, yeah. and my dad was a very, you know, open with his kids and talked to his kids. So, I'm just saying. So, what I heard Kirk say, that's the same <laughs> that would have been said if one of my siblings tried my father. Like, if one of my brothers tried that with my dad, my dad would have been like, come again. Yeah. Because my daddy wasn't for the shits like that. And Paul still works. Yeah, he, so I, I don't know. He don't have nothing to apologize for. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I think everybody, especially as your kids get older, they get into their own little personality um, their attitudes and whatever they think is fair, unfair, but um, yeah, you get into your own personality, yeah. but you better realize what, what, I'm saying. what it is that line of respect, yeah. Like, you can have your days and feel how you feel, but you already know, like, I'm not gonna come out of pocket with them. We got an 11 year old, and at 11 in the fifth grade, I, these kids nowadays have attitudes for no reason. They wake up with attitude. Like, what, what do you have attitude for? <laughs> like, you ain't got a bill to pay. You got a roof over your head. What, what you got attitude for? I'm trying to tell you. So, I, like, I tell my son all the time, um, which I get it because when we was his age, we had a little attitudes at times or whatever. But I always tell my son, you can have your attitude, but make sure you direct it correctly. <laughs> Look, make sure it's... That be, that's what be wrong with these so, kids, man. They they, they, they bite <laughs> the hand and feed them, in a sense. That be what's wrong with these kids. The people that be in their corner the most and they do the most for them and want to see them succeed, they shit on They the first ones to get shitted on, but they go outside with their little buddies and then they be all kumbaya with their buddies that mean no good for them. Then they listen to everything mm-hmm. their little friends say, but guess what? Oh, well, my mom and my dad say... That ain't, uh, they don't know, they don't understand, but little they know, we were their age, we grew up just yeah. like them, trust me, we we have been through way more shit and seen way more shit than these they kids, think, yeah. and they be looking like we don't know nothing, and we, we just, we just grew, we just, we, we, we came onto this earth grown. Because <laughs> so. there's something about how quick kids change at, from, okay, you got kindergarten first to second. By the time they get the third, they be a whole other person. They personalities. Yeah, it's like night and day. Because I couldn't believe how it switched. And then fourth and fifth is like, oh, okay. But, you know, I I put myself in his shoes when I was his age. So I give him a little leeway. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but I don't see our, our son ever doing nothing like that. Like, I don't see him uh, doing that. Sorry. Well, no man, I could deal with the little 11-year-old attitude he want to have every now and then. But I don't see my child acting like that. I know. I already know what time. Yeah, I, I don't see that. But for those out there, just remember to always respect your parents. Like, you only got one mother, one father. And it can't ever be that bad off of things. So just be understanding and just, you know. But, Kurt, you and your family, I just hope you guys work it out, figure it out. And the rest should be private. 
on that note. That's all I have. Anything mm-hmm. you got that? I'm done. You done? All right then. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap up segment segment one. Can't get the words out. These calls still work. <laughs> I still got it, boo. Still got it. What you want? A one two? What you want? Upcut what? <laughs> but anyway, let that me grown stop. man's strength is real. You remember that? <laughs> well, let me stop. We'll be right back, guys, with segment two. All right. All right, we are back with segment two. Segment two. Okay, so let's go on into this conversation. Are you teen counseling or teen no counseling? What do you mean? In relationships, mm-hmm. or just in general. I don't even got to be in relationships. You don't necessarily have to be in a relationship just to have counseling. So are you teen going to counseling or teen no? I guess it depends on the situation. But yes, I'm, I'm all for um, y'all can't figure it out yourself, which most people don't have the tools to. Go to counsel, man. Get a get a third party to take a look at what's going on. You know, it, it never it never hurts. So, what are some reasons why you think people should go to counseling? I know the biggest thing would be communication, as we always talk about. We are big on communicating. We are big on that. We've been big on that in our relationship since day one, communicating mm-hmm. with each other and being open with each other. So, um, and I think, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that has helped us in our relationship, just always communicating with each other. Sure. I hate you when you, I hate when you hit me with the sure. (laughs) Ladies, I don't know if it's just me, but it's like when you've been with somebody for so long, whether it's your boyfriend, your husband, it's like the little things they do, it'd be like, they hit you with certain words, you make you feel like, okay, just. Whatever, go ahead. I'm just listening to you. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm doing. I just hate when you hit me with that. But communication is definitely the foundation for all relationships. I do feel like if you don't have communication, you ain't, you ain't working with too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Communication and trust, to me, are the biggest two. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually, to me, go hand in hand. Hand in hand. In relationships. In relationships. <laughs> I know you're going to be sarcastic. I'm communicating. <laughs> <laughs> And we also know communication come in many forms. Um, and then communication with each other is a positive manner that, that works. Now, you you definitely got to learn how to communicate. Because everybody don't are not good communicators. And everybody have different ways on communicating. And then you definitely. have sometimes when people think they've communicated something to you. But they really didn't. Yep. So, you know... You want to make sure that you're communicating the right way because the type of communication a person grows up around tends to strongly affect how they communicate in their adult relationships. And I think that is so true. Oh, yeah. It's a vicious cycle. Because it's what you're taught. You know what I'm saying? So I agree with that. So I I think that that's number one for me. It's a vicious cycle. (laughs) Now, counseling, um, going to counseling can help couples make a conscious choice of communication style and not just fall back on what they know from their history. Mm-hmm. So going to counseling can definitely help with your communication skills. Maybe they can give you some tips, you know what I mean, that that can work for you and your significant other to communicate better. Yeah. Things that you guys may have not thought about or how to, you know, sometimes when, when couples argue, sometimes... Um, Things can go below the belt and be mean. Mm-hmm. And so there's a healthy way to argue as well. Because you're not going to always agree with each other. It is going back to what you were just saying about um, 
how have you grow how when you grow up the type of communication you experience you basically uh paying it for basically mm-hmm. it's just it's just so true because my I'm in my pops and when he was growing up his mother wasn't big on affection so she ain't really you know what I'm saying drop the L bombs too much and I experienced that because I really never heard um, uh, his mom say you know I love you too much I really never heard that from her even me being her grandkid I never heard it too much I never heard her just spew it just you know what I'm saying in everyday conversation or whatever. So, in return, I noticed my father, he ain't never been too big on, you know what I'm saying, expressing himself like that and saying I love you and all that stuff. Only certain times. I got to give him his real sensitive state. That's when he starts I think saying I, I, well, I think he told him. you when we moved down here and they was leaving. Yeah, so I got to give him <laughs> in, in, his, in his real vulnerable states, which is very rare. Time. I really agree with that because I know. So, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> no, he didn't. So I, that goes Don't down. That passed that to me. That's passed down to me also because I'm not really one for big emotional things and saying I love you and all that stuff. I'm more so. I show you. I show you. I care about you more than I tell you. I care about you because that's just that's just not my thing. I'm not a real communicator. And we are not today in that because yeah. I'm more. And it's funny that you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because um, I know one time me and my grandma had a conversation and it kind of touched me because. She told me that I taught her more to be more I love you and say those words. Mm -hmm. Because early on when I was younger, I would always tell her I love you and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And anybody that knows, I I love my grandma to death. Uh, I'll fight you with my grandma. (laughs) I do. Um, Well, I will. But um, because her mother really wasn't like that Um, Mm lovey-lovey. My great-grandmother was definitely not that. She would do little things or buy you little trinkets or things like that, but she didn't really show that to her kids. And I don't remember her really doing that too much with her great-grandkids neither. So, uh, my grandma wasn't, you know, she, but she tried to do a little different with her kids and definitely raising me as well. So, with my son, I tell my son a lot that I love him. Mm -hmm. Before we go to sleep every night, our words is, I love you and I love you more. Go. Um, I give my son a hug and kiss every night. Um, I don't know how much long he gonna do that with me, but mm-hmm. um, I've always made it clear to my son that I love him. Yeah, it's important. That's why I'm, so. I'm starting to do with my mom's a lot lately. Cause I don't know. I was like, well, I gotta get it from one of them. My father, he ain't really vulnerable, and I was like, <laughs> I gotta break the cycle somehow. So I told my mother, uh, I was told like, you know what? I don't really wanna get off the phone with you. I, uh, last thing you need to be telling me is I love you, and I'm gonna tell you I love you back. So she was like. Okay, we can do that. So every time it's been going on for maybe like a year now, every time she got the phone with me, she's like, Okay, I'll talk to you later, I love you and then I'm like, I love you too. And then she'll Am I okay, rubbing off on you? <laughs> Am I rubbing off on you a little bit? I enough the soft stuff. <laughs> I'm asking the question. We try we having a serious conversation about communication. That's why I can you rubbing off on me. <laughs> you like you is who you is, I am who I am. I, well, I gonna, care about you though. I was gonna say something, but I'm not. I'm gonna but be I, nice. But I care about you. I'm gonna act right today. Okay, so another reason why you should want to go to um, counseling is premarital counseling, mm-hmm. and we believe in that because we did it. Um, because there may be issues couples face before they tie the knot, or just maybe you, there's things you want to discuss um before getting married. So, uh, one example you could be wanting to discuss finances. Finances, I mean, you know what I'm saying, before you get married. So I think um, 
Will you share bank accounts? Things like that. And other things that a middle person can kind of help you guys communicate to each other. Especially if you, those are topics that's uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? And those are big things that you will want to talk about before getting married. What about decisions on making um, purchases? Like big purchases and things like that. Mm-hmm. Or how the household duties will be considered in a relationship. Are children part of the picture? Things like that. Um... What roles will in-laws play in your life? I I, I don't know. Sometimes um, <laughs> going into marrying somebody, there could be issues. You know what I'm saying? With, with your in-laws, with each other's families and things like that. And those type of things need to be discussed before getting married. Because I feel mm-hmm. like when you have issues with family members, it definitely affects relationships. Oh, it does. I tell I would I would tell people you everyone would like to think the relationship is just you and that other person, and in a perfect world it is, and you gotta strive for that, you know, because in the day it is just you guys too, but it's more factors into it than just you and that other person, because it's just not before that other person met you, before you met that other person, they had a whole family that they um that they supported and loved and you know they they rock with so. They, if you guys choose, you know, to go to go the long road and, you know, go to distance your relationship, you gotta figure out how to factor in with that family also. On, on well, some I, I, I have a mixed feelings with with family members, cause my whole thing with family members sometimes I feel like people cross boundaries. Um, they insert themselves in things that has nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a thin line. <laughs> With the, 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 the whole family aspect of it. Yes, when, you, when you're when you dating um, somebody, yes, they have a family. Everybody has a family. But I do feel like sometimes family, certain family members on both sides could insert themselves in things that really don't have nothing to do with them. Because at the end of the day, there's two grown people in a relationship. Um, so I have mixed feelings on that aspect of it. I feel like sometimes the complications with, with family members are just because people insert themselves in stuff they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I don't see why everybody can't get along. Can we always get along? But then it, it it makes it difficult when things have dynamics change. And then it's just like, yeah. So, moving on. Um, but ca- counseling for couples before marriage is a great thing because you just can put everything on the table and work things out before getting married. Yeah. Things that you may both have concerns about, that's you don't necessarily have any have to have any problems. And they don't get all it all don't get figured out just because you go to counseling. It's still an everyday thing. <laughs> y'all gotta yeah, but y'all gotta grind but, through. But you know, yeah. it's, it's good that just to put know, it on the table and yeah, have somebody it's help. It's good you. to know where each other is coming from, and then you guys work off that and figure it out off that. But it's yeah. it's, 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 it's an everyday grind, and you guys gonna come to forks in the road, and you guys gonna come to. You know, days where he's like, you know what, you know, this has been a tough day, and you know, just take a step back, breathe, and it'll get better. You just gotta keep working on it. Then another thing that people could go to counseling for is sexual issues. Sex can be something that heals and brings a couple together, or it could be a battling, a battle of ground fought with anxiety, embarrassment, anger, and hurt. I don't know about that. So I don't know nothing about that. Counselors encounter sexual issues. Uh, sexual frequently. issues. Yeah. Sexual issues frequently. I don't know nothing about that. So I don't know. 
Uh, but that could be that could be a situation. Once again, <laughs> I think only time that's a situation is if if one person. If once again you're not communicating, if, if one person is not satisfied, is not satisfied and they're not communicating it with the other person, or if the person is not being satisfied does communicate with the other person, but the person is just reluctant, you know what I'm saying? So reluctant just to hear, they like, nah, man, whatever, man, what I'm doing is good, you know what I'm saying? I ain't really trying to hear this, or they be like, I want to bring certain such a different dynamic into you know the our sexual relationship, and some people are just uncomfortable about bringing that dynamic in. I just think, like, when it comes to sex, though, if you've been with a person, you should be able to be open with what you need and what you want. Yes. Um, that's just my personal opinion. But, hey, maybe it's some people out here that struggle with that and can't really communicate that and they have to go to therapy for it. But I think sex should be something fun for couples that they should be able to talk about it um, and figure it out. That's one area I think you should be able to work out. If you can't talk about <laughs> sex with your partner, how the hell are you going to get talk about anything else? Yeah. And, and y'all get through anything else, be comfortable talking about anything else. If you can't talk about sex, you butt, you sitting there butt naked with somebody else. Should, I just, you at your most vulnerable. She see you with your little light little jog to the bathroom. <laughs> she see your little ass or whatever with your light little jog. You probably trying to cuff your dick while you going to the, while you going to the bathroom looking all awkward because... People don't walk natural when they naked. They don't have a natural walk. They have a little ooh walk when they, when they walk to the bathroom. But I just feel like that is one area in a relationship. But don't get me wrong. There are people that just really struggle in this area. But I just think this is the one area where y'all should be fun with it. Go to the sex store. Watch some porn together. I don't know. But this area here should never be a problem in a relationship. I just don't think so. Um... Because there's just so much room to have fun with each other. Go on a rendezvous. Go get a room somewhere. A rendezvous. A rendezvous. Um, go to, go to like, <laughs> go to, oh, there's a spot. Where's that spot, bay In Chicago? Um, Spell you, <laughs> I don't know. The, oh, you're talking about the spot they have the membership to. Um, it's a membership to get there. Oh, was it? I don't know. Cause you surprised me. I don't know. You surprised me. How would I know? You had me sign up for a membership to get a bed. Oh, I didn't know, baby. You surprised me. Shit. So I wouldn't know. I couldn't just get a room like it was a motel. They were like, nah, you need a membership. And you need to schedule the date. We need to make sure you're good. And they want your name and all this shit. And they want your account number. I'm like, I don't want too fucking much. I'm just trying to get some ass. I'm just it was a spot that he took me to while we were uh oh the aurora yeah the aura or whatever yeah they and had i had the, passed that place so many they times but they baby. but they had it they made it look real fancy like you i didn't even know that's what that was man all i know i tell you one thing I but it was really too, nice i ain't gonna get too deep into our sex life i'm just it was one time we went up in that piece and they got the joint where they got the waterfall going into the jacuzzi and I, I ain't know how to turn the waterfall off. <laughs> so I'm fucking around flooded. I'm fucking around flooded half the room. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> it was water everywhere, me. yo. He surprised me for my birthday. And it was so sweet. It was so nice. It was a two level. And then we did a little rendezvous. Um, just one day, just to have us some us time. Which, that was the time where the joint flooded. Yeah, but I thought, like, to me, those are things that couples should do. 
Um, yeah, you got a house. Yeah, you could go do. Yeah, you they know, have different rooms. But you know what I'm saying. They I have, just thought it was nice. They had the all blue room. They had the red room with the two levels. Yeah, I really enjoyed the two levels. It was nice. Yeah, it was because you could look over and see the jacuzzi, and it had a nice little fireplace. Oh man, we got some. We want to get some damn pizza. <laughs> some, See, we 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 little ghetto with our shit. Yeah, man, I, I had to keep it. I had to keep it a little. But that's us though. Like modest, you, know, you I, do. I was humble with it. But see, this is the thing in relationships. It be the little stuff that 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 makes it fun and makes it just y'all. And so me and Justin, we we have the way we do things and we rock the way we rock with each other. Yeah. And that's just what it is, whether people like it or not. But that's just how we are. Yeah. So for us that was fun. It was really yeah, sweet was to cool. me. Um but we got our favorite pizza. Yep. <laughs> and we was chilling and had a good time. And then even like just doing a little rendezvous. I think that is like the most sexiest fun thing to do as a couple. You know, just do something different. That was over the winter, too, wasn't it? Oh, it was cold no, outside. When we did the rendezvous, yeah. I don't think it was that cold just yet. Maybe it was like the fall. But, it, you know, you do little things like that, even though if y'all living together and stuff. But you just want to do something different. You know, dress all up, girls. Ladies, look, get your little French, uh, what you call it, trench coat. And, you know. Yeah, I remember you did that joint. <laughs> Put your little lingerie on under that girl with your little heels on. And, yes. I was, I was, I was looking like, yo, where your clothes? <laughs> like, you, drove, just, you drove all the way over here? You drove all the way over here? <laughs> we ain't have to waste no time, don't do it. <laughs> oh, no, nah, we got right to it. You know? <laughs> I'm just crazy. saying, ladies, like, and guys, like, just. It made me feel special, but I was like, yo. <laughs> Sex should never be an issue. That should be something you could talk about. But another thing that couples go to counseling for is infidelity and just being unfaithful. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, and we already talked about that. Already yeah, we about, definitely talked I'm, about that. I'm Within, definitely not a cheater. I'm really not one to cheat. I would just leave because I don't. Yeah, make, I just I feel like, and at this age, if, if either like if you got to be cheating, then both of us just need to go our separate ways. Yeah. Within a relationship, you know, you can be most uh, hurtful and damaging uh, thing a couple could ever go through is when somebody has cheated. You know what I'm saying? So, but it does not mean a relationship has to be over. I just think like when there's infidelity and someone has been unfaithful in a relationship. It's a lot of work you got to put into that because once trust has been broken, it's really hard to get back to what you all had was, and what you know. So it was someone on the radio this morning. I don't know how I ran across it. I forget. It was it was one of these morning shows and one of these Atlanta morning shows. But they was talking about some. Uh, I guess that um, it was a woman and a uh, a man a host, and the man was uh, talking to the woman saying, you know, as as most men say. Of uh, a man cheated strictly physical is not emotional. That's true. And then okay. and and then um but the woman was like, um she was basically saying uh the, it was a double standard, because when a woman cheats the man just writes her off and it's like we can never work it out it's over you cheated it is what it is, and that's because the guy was saying when you guys cheat it's emotional yeah but it's then- more to it. So, because a guy can cheat, and then it'll just be, you know, it'll physical, and they're not even thinking about the woman after that, because it's just a physical thing, and that's basically what But what, what about the guys, like, from the show we've been watching? He had a whole five-year relationship. That's not just cheating. Five years is a, is a serious thing. Oh, you're talking thing. about the, um, the Huntsville joke. Yeah, like, that's not even, that's cheating, plus you haven't built a whole relationship. You got feelings for that person. 
when you been when you in a relationship, married, or you have a girlfriend and y'all been together and then you decide to step out. And then this particular time you step out, you invested that much time with a person, that's a problem. Mm. That's a whole conversation to be had. Five years? Nigga, like five years. That's a relationship. Yeah. You had two different um situations going. I can't I, so, hey, I can't argue with you. That 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 um the side chick or whoever she was is at the point where she's built up equity now. <laughs> well, she feel like that because he's been messing with her for five years. So now yeah. she feel like she got space, like she the damn wife to say something. Which she technically she knows she's not the wife. The wife is the wife, and she, and she's the secondary. But she woman. feel like that because she got them years invested. But what I'm saying is, and after five that. years, she does have some type of right to feel the way she feels. Because first of all, it's been they've been together for five years, and she's been. She's been with that man, but she not. But see, this is, but this is the issue now. And two, hold on. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and two, now she is. I guess she's pregnant. With, um, she got a baby. She yeah. has. A, she has a baby with this guy now. After five years, and she has a baby with. This but man. who's winning in that mm-hmm. situation? Like she gonna lose him the same way she got him, because at the end of the day, she and sat here with a married man, knowing he was married. And yeah. continues that relationship. And it wasn't no secret the man was married. So she's going to lose him the same. Like, I guess she thinks she winning now because she they getting a divorce. She got a baby. But no, yeah. sweetie, you're not winning because the same way you got him, you like 10 years younger than him. Yeah. So he going to find the next chick when you get that age that's 10 years younger than you and move on to the next chick. You ain't a prize, boo. It is. It, it is it what is it is. Truth. Like you, you gonna lose in the way you got. It's them. definitely truth in the saying. Be careful how you get them. Like I don't see what she. Pr- what what could she be proud about? And then there was some clips on her on social media. You know, talking like don't yeah. you know like like she had the, like bitch. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. At this point, she she loves this man now. Miss me with all that. Miss me with all that. Well, he's not he's not married anymore. No, he is still married. They not they not they not. He's still going to divorce. Because while he was sitting over spending sweet shit to this girl, and he was sitting there telling his wife he want to work on it. So get miss me with all that bullshit. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, if a woman ever came to me sitting there telling me, well, um. Justin and I and boo, bitch, please. <laughs> like, you can miss me with that. Like, that's where I would be with that. I'm sorry. I just, no, I'm not going. I'm just saying. I, I'm, 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 nope. But couples counseling can provide, um, provides a healing space to begin the journey towards resolution. I, you know, I don't know if they're going to get a resolution, but, uh, it can help oh, no, if both parties, yeah, both parties is willing <laughs> to participate and really put in the work, then they can make it work. Um, then another thing is it can um, assist managing other relationships. So sometimes it may not be the couple. Mm-hmm. It could be couple who have relationships with people outside of their relationships together. Friends, extended family, children, co-workers, supervisors, bosses, professional, um, professors. Um, and that's just a few of them. Things relationships can be either healthy or unhealthy. So I can see this happening. Um, cause that could tie in into if there's any issue, I guess how they mention like with in-laws or family members and things. Yeah. So I guess sometimes you can may need have may need counseling just to work out different situations that's causing conflict in y'all relationship. So yeah. I can see that happening. Um 
and then I guess um, setting boundaries. I guess if there's an issue, like say you don't like the fact that your your significant other has a male friend or a female friend or things mm -hmm. like that, the boundaries that you and that your your significant other can set boundaries for those type of relationships too. You know how I'm feeling about that shit. Just yeah, because like, we talked about that. I'm, I'm for the opponent. Is, ain't no oh, what about, oh, this is a good one. How you gonna cut me off? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you just gonna cut um, me off? Because I was on the road, but go ahead, baby, go ahead. No, nah, I'm gonna make it quick. Um, I'm on the proponent is ain't, 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 you ain't gonna be entertaining no new niggas. I need, <laughs> if, I need to see, I need to make sure the, the niggas you already got around you or the, the kings you got around you <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I, I, I ain't with the shits. What about... So... This will be a good question for you. Mm -hmm. What about... Because this is one of them. Communicating with exes. What about them? This is one of the things that could be something y'all going to counseling about. You're talking Different about, relationships like the examples I gave, but... You're talking about you was talking to your exes? I'm talking about... No, exes. just in general. Like, this is one of the, the topics that... Could be one of the issues, oh, well, like mean, friends, family, children, co-workers. Um, I mean, well, I already told you. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't have no exes before you. you know what I'm I don't, I don't remember nothing. I got married, and then you know, I'm like the men in black. How they wipe your so memory. one of the girls. So anything before my marriage is like wiped clean. I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't gonna throw no names. I, I'm not gonna be messy and shady. So if your little friend that you made the, the made the little macaroni called you. We ain't gonna throw nothing. I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna be nice. So if that individual didn't call you, like would call you or whatever, would you entertain a conversation? I have a new number. I'm. <laughs> don't try me. I right don't now. have. I don't know who you're talking about. I'm a married man now. Would you answer the question for the purposes of this I entertain no women's beside my wife and, Good answer. and women in my family. Thank you. Good answer. I Moving on. Wife. So now it's another thing. I was just telling you about that the other day. Remember when I was like, um, I only I only put up with shit from you, <laughs> my mother and my sister. Only three women in my life. The only three women I put up with shit from. Everybody else I don't put up with. Shit. Every other woman I don't put up with shit from. So you whatever you get from me is what you get from me, and that's it. <laughs> you know what? So another thing that seems to be trending. And I guess this is the topic for uh, therapy is non-traditional relationships. This whole poly thing where, you know, however it is, a, a man and two women, a woman and two men. I guess that's like the new thing now. Swinging, open relationships and swinging can um, cause problems and struggles because I guess you're trying to mm -hmm. divide your time in a three-way relationship. So I mean, well, when I met you, you had two girlfriends. So I mean, what? <laughs> Nigga, please <laughs> don't play with me. <laughs> Do not play with me. Ain't that like party? Over yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't 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 try me. I'm a one woman girl. <laughs> <laughs> don't try me. <laughs> no, I ain't never dabbled in that 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 pond <laughs> over here. <laughs> On one pond, I ain't dabbled. No, 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 I'm not bagging and tagging and dragging some other chick back to the cave. So me, me and the wife could do whatever with her and just discard her. So 
I mean, hey, maybe down the line we may want to be like, hey, let's get into, you know what I'm saying, on the one night type things, get a chick and just do whatever, because there ain't going to be no nigga coming in my, I ain't playing, <laughs> I ain't playing swords with no, with no other grown nigga. But He's looking at me like, good job, I'm looking at him like, yeah, you killing it, bro. <laughs> Please, let me walk in and see some other man killing my wife, man, destroying, destroying my queen. I'm going to share the tear and I'm going to go get the gun. <laughs> I'm out for blood. But it's crazy because they say many um, relationship destroying counselors. my queen and I'm just sitting there standing by. Just watch. I'm telling you, you know, I, you know I, might, I might commit suicide. Fuck around, just, be, my, just be off. Yeah, I'll be a nigga just throw myself off the top of the house. <laughs> what the fuck you doing? I'm like, no, this shit ain't high enough. I ain't that. You know what? I can tell for you. But no, they say many relationship counselors are comfortable and have the background and understanding to work with people in non-traditional relationships. I guess you would need to be really knowing what you're doing. (laughs) And can provide an open and safe place to work on the struggles as um, the couple can be having. Then you you have the issue of blended families. I guess that would be one, you know, trying to blend families together and how the dynamics can work. Yeah, so that's another reason. And then you have the end of a relationship. Sometimes people don't know when to let go or you got kids involved. And you need to learn, you know, work on some understanding and how things can work now that you mm-hmm. guys are separate. And then, then I guess if you have kids involved, you definitely probably want to do counseling so that kid can understand. Is, you know, because sometimes kids put weight on them. That that's they don't have nothing to yeah, do with they, that. they put the onus on themselves. It's yeah. And so sometimes I do think, like, if you are... um together you all have kids together sometimes counseling could be a good thing just so everybody have a clear understanding and the child involved can understand what it is um digital age issues i didn't know you need to go to therapy for facebook twitter texting um sexting instagram youtube oh okay yeah okay yeah okay i wasn't thinking no i wasn't well i wasn't thinking about that yeah so yeah nowadays you got that too um but I I don't know. It get complicated with this stuff, I guess. But this is all that has to do with couples. Like, what what possibly can a couple need to go to therapy for for Facebook, Twitter, texting? Maybe. And it says sexting. Maybe the wife didn't find some butt naked pics of her husband on the internet or something. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she found his um his his DMs. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. You know Communicating via social media has its own pros and cons. Couples often have conflict regarding to who to friend. Maybe she what to like. If I got to go some damn therapy because you like somebody's uh, pick or um, text block or who you chat with, yeah, that's, yeah, just, that's childish. Communicating that is not done face-to-face or even on the phone is hard. Listen, if you have issues about a picture I like, then shit. That's crazy. No matter how many emojis are used, words can be, um, well, they definitely can be misconstrued or misread in text. And you can mean one thing, but, you know. But whatever, moving on. If your man sending an eggplant to somebody, ain't gonna misconstrue an eggplant to somebody. Mm -hmm. If if, if your queen sending the tongue out with the gushing emoji (laughs) to somebody, ain't gonna misconstrue that shit. She ain't saying it's raining outside, motherfucker. So, I guess at the end of the day for digital age issues is relationships, counselors can help couples work through problems technically. Um, uh, Problems uh, that could be caused by those type of things and the boundaries that could be crossed on technology. 
and on all type of platforms to restore their trust in social media. Yeah, that's, I'm not wasting my money on them. Just take your ass off of social media. Yes. <laughs> and then last but not least, trust issues. Because, um, yeah, after trust has been broken, relationships can be harmed or even destroyed, which is so true. Um, part of having a solid and healthy relationship is trust. Because like I said at the beginning of the conversation, trust, communication and trust are hand-to-hand. They're like communication and then trust. So, yes, you definitely, if you have trust issues, counseling may can help you. And the, the person in the middle can kind of help y'all figure out what the problem is and why y'all distrust each other, what happened in the relationship, for the trust to be broken and help y'all come back together. So, um, I enjoyed that. That came from good therapy. The family that prays together stays together. Yes. So, let's take a break real quick, babe, because then we got to talk about why, why, what would make you not want to do therapy? So we're going to pause. Right, this is well, a first for us. It is a first for us. She but got, we got to come got, back. She got to catch her breath. <laughs> yeah, got to catch my breath. We'll right. be right back, y'all. All right. So let's go on and just jump right in here. So we already talked about rather, like, what are the reasons couples would go to counseling? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's cheating. Maybe it's trust. Maybe it's... Um, uh, blending your families, maybe you're on that new type of relationship where you want three in the relationship. So we talked about all of that. So let's get into why would you feel like marriage, just counseling period, not just marriage counseling, but counseling period is just BS. Like what would make you feel like that, babe? Uh, I I would probably feel feel like that. Well, um, you know what? I would probably feel that way if the person I'm talking to I can't relate to. That's a big thing. You, If you can't relate to the person that you're speaking with, it's going to be hard for y'all to really connect on a level where you're going to trust them or you open up to a certain uh, standpoint. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big thing. Um, I think if that person is telling you about something that they have never be- been through, I think it's hard, you know, for you to accept what they're saying. And when I say relate, I mean like, because a lot of people, me being a black man, if I want to talk to somebody, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I would be hesitant to go to someone out that's not black, to be honest. I wouldn't say I wouldn't, but I would be hesitant because I feel like they, they understand, like they have, they, they know the vibes as they will say now, uh, versus, you know, some white people just don't understand our culture and then, you know, our thinking of how we growing up. So it's hard for me to, you know, to, to really accept what they're telling me or I'll be like, well, they don't really know what they're talking about when they come at us. Um, so that's why I say uh, they can't relate. Um, so those, that, that'll, that'll probably be something I would feel. I just feel like for me to think counseling um, is BS, maybe if I tried to go and I felt like it just didn't work for me. Um, Cause that's really what I'm asking. Like if you, cause there's some people that just don't believe in counseling. They don't feel like it's worth their money. It's worth their time. Um, I think people have to give counseling a shot before they assume that. I think that. Well, it ain't cheap to go to counseling. You paying a lot of money to sit and talk to somebody about whatever it is you want to talk about. It's not. But just oh. so if you do your research, is there's a lot of places that don't charge an arm and a leg for counseling. Because everyone, 
people know that our business out here know everyone can't afford a counselor that's charging them three, four hundred dollars an hour. There's a lot of once again you have to do your research. There's a lot of different places where you can go where it's very affordable. Some of this stuff is free. Um, to speak to someone. They got if you don't want to go in, in, in person, they got hotlines. You can talk to somebody. There's plenty of different hotlines you can talk to somebody. Uh as a couple or even as an individual, you feel like you need counsel. So there are different ways besides it being well, a, a rich person's you know. It's area. funny because I ran across this and so um the first thing it says is like it starts with calling your spouse a loser. So it's like pretty much saying anyone that's stating like, hey, let's go to counseling, it's like trying to put the other person down. Like that's how it could come off. So if I just came one day and said, hey, babe, let's go to counseling, everybody mm-hmm. can't receive that. Or if a husband go, you came and said, babe, let's go to counseling, I may not mm-hmm. receive that the right way. So that that's already like bad energy going into counseling if the other person decides to go. You know what I mean? Because they like, well, why are we going to count? Like, why are you putting me on front street or is it a problem with me? Yeah. So that'll put a bad taste in your mouth about going to uh, counseling. It can be if I think, yeah, it can be like that if, you know, if it's something out of the blue someone suggests without even stating that there's issues within the relationship. If you never stated, if you if you never told me uh, you have a, a really serious issue in our relationship and we never talked about it, anything like that, and then you just come and be like, yo, we need counseling, I am going to look at you like, what do you mean we need counseling? We, you ain't never tell me something was wrong. I'm not going to counseling. You know what I'm saying? Then next thing I do, they're going to be like, let's talk about this. What are you talking about, something? We need to go to counseling. So, I think before you present it to, to a person... Um, there should probably be a different type of conversation. Multiple. Maybe. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, yeah, I, yeah, you got a point there. I think that before you present counseling to your significant other, or anybody for that matter, yeah. Um, maybe you should start with what the issues are that you're having or how you feeling or whatever. Express that. And like we just said, talking about the things about therapy and why people should go to therapy because how it could help communication. Yeah. Um, you got to communicate with a person prior to just busting out, I want to go to therapy. Yes. Um, you got to express to them why you need to go or why you feel like we should go. Um, cause I think that will make anybody feel a certain kind of way. If you just woke up one day, I want therapy. Yeah. Like, what the hell you like, like, like what's hey, going what on? <laughs> like, I thought we was good. So, um, or I thought you was good. So I, yeah, I think that would make a person feel like. And then you're going to go into this session if you choose to go or go willingly. You're going to go into the session with an attitude. You're not going to be open to whatever is going to be said because you didn't even realize there were issues. And yeah, then another you're thing. You're going to be like, I don't understand why I'm here. Yeah, and that's not fair. And I feel like, too, when you do, if you choose to go that route without really communicating with an individual about what's going on prior to talking about going to therapy or you feeling like you need counseling. I think that um, oh, I lost my thought. You were talking about how you was feeling like um, why you think you we, they should be going to counseling. I guess another way that you could feel like you would need counseling. Well, another reason I would say rather than way. Yeah, because I I just feel like you you just got to be open. You got to communicate. Because then that session you won't even get any. Oh, that's why I was going with that. 
you'll be in that session and you're not going to get anywhere in that session. And it'll really be a waste of both parties' time. Yeah. Because this person over here don't even know what the hell is going on. This person over here know what they want. Um, and, he, and then I think it's going to come off to the other individual that they're being attacked. Yeah. And so they're going to shut down in that, in that moment. So I can see that being a reason why a person would be turned down because yeah. of the way it was brought to them. Um, another reason why people feel like marriage counseling is a failure is because sometimes these people don't even be married, but they giving you advice. That's what I'm saying. So, um, or they're divorced or they're unhappy in their own marriage. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think it is kind of hard to take advice from somebody that's not either married. Because how can you relate if you don't have those type of issues? Even if you say you're divorced, it's like, you do you tell me. Yours didn't work. Right. You telling me the keys I need for my marriage, and then, but you got divorced. If I ask you about your shit, you're like, oh, I left his ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or I, like, I left him. I mean, I love her. Yeah. So I just feel like, yeah, that'd be one thing that if I was going to counseling for my marriage, but then I'm sitting across from somebody that's not married, then how can you relate to what I'm talking to you about? I want to talk to a black person that's been in a, in a They in a ain't necessarily got to be black for I, me. For me, I feel like I need to talk to someone that's a black person that's in a relationship, a loving marriage or in a loving relationship. That's why. And then I if need. you if you divorce, say we can win into therapy or a couple period. I'm just using us or whatever. But and we're talking about getting a divorce, and the person sitting across from us, they were married, they divorced. Well, how are you gonna convince me? I need to stay married. You can't tell if me you I divorced. need to fight for my marriage. Did you fight for yours? Yeah, I just I have a problem with that. Um, that's just I or how if we're in a if we're married. But you unhappily married, and we sitting here, one of us want to stay married, one of us want to get divorced, but you unhappy. How can you help either one of us decide what's right for us? I, I personally can't take you seriously. Um, That's true. Because then I'm going to feel like the advice that you're giving to me yeah. is fake advice. um, And it's not sincere advice. And I, I just, yeah, that would be a problem for me. <laughs> Another thing is who wants to pay for advice? Some people just feel like why should I pay somebody to give me advice? And I think that's a lot of reasons too why people may not go to therapy. Yeah. Cause they just don't, you know what I'm saying? Um wanna pay for it. Cause it, it don't be cheap. I think a lot of good therapists make you make you look at it as if like it's really not advice. They just give you different ways to look at things. Um I think like that. I think a lot of there, I think a lot, a lot of the successful therapists make you feel comfortable enough to actually open up and receive what, you know, what you, what they're telling you. So I think it's more than just advice. I think it's an open line of trust on both ends, because a lot of these people go in there and they're shut off, and then you know they just they just like talk like what you what you got on your mind, what you thinking. How you and feeling? the and this is a point of view from a woman that went to counseling with her husband these was what she got out of it and how she felt and i think that she's not the only one i think there's a lot of people that feel like this mm-hmm. is people that be borderline just like yeah i'm not here for it um what what was the purpose of it and so um and some of these things i'm like i can i can see that like i i can see that just because of the way i am um 
And then what if your account, the person that's counseling you don't even have the kind of relationship you want? Because yeah. mind you, everybody have different wants and needs in relationships yep. and how they view a relationship and how they feel like their relationship should be. So how can you tell me anything if your views ain't the same as my views? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I might like rough sex. You may like sex that, that, that's very uh, traditional. I'm just throwing that out oh, there. Are you talking about sex counseling? No, 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 no. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just being funny when I say that. No. But... um. I'm just using just being funny, but I'm just saying like you could be sitting. Your issue is I like rough sex. I like when he smack my ass a little bit. But then you counsel like, well, well, relax. I'm shut up. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Um, but then you counsel over that some. So well, just just lay there and you know. But that ain't what you like. You know what I'm saying? Then you look at her like, what? What? So I I can see that too. Um, their opinions or their views may not be the same as yours. And so how would that help you save your situation? Um, and then, uh, uh, let's see. It's kind of funny. The fastest way to just destroy your relationship is to focus on what's wrong with your partner. So can you feel like going to therapy? The only thing you're focusing on are the things you don't like. And then, like, say you sitting there with your significant other, and all you hear is, I don't like this. I don't like the way you put your shirt on. I don't like the way you cook my grits in the morning. I don't like the way you pull the car out the driveway. Yeah. I don't like the way you put your makeup on. Like, and then once y'all leave that session, it's like, I can't stand your ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all both giving each other that look. Yeah, I, I think you, I think a big part of y'all, I think a big part of anyone in relationships is, for you to get you, for you to get your mate to, you know, at least meet you halfway, or you know, um, basically sacrifice. You know, it's a give and take. So mm-hmm. you always can't. It can't be the blame game while you're in a marriage. That's the last thing it needs to be. But is the blame game. But in marriage. therapy, you 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 you're people sometimes feel like you're dwelling on his or hers faults. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so like that can affect people. I mean, if they can't receive it in a positive way, all they're mm-hmm. looking at is, oh, you don't like this? It's all oh. about the delivery, man. I think. Yeah. Because it, it'll, if you say something the right way, the person will definitely see things. They won't be so defensive. I won't say they don't see things the way you see things. But they won't They won't come off so defensive as they normally come off. So it's all about the delivery. You can say anything in the world you want to say, but if you deliver it's the way you, it right. You give it to that person. Yeah. You got to deliver it right, man. If I just say, if I just come out and be like, man, your, your goddamn breath be stinking every time I talk to you, you're going to be defensive. You're going to be like, man, what well, F you? Your, your breath stank too. So, but if I be like, you know what, um, you know, some, sometimes. I'll go ahead, man. But if, if you come off and be like, you know, um, you need a mint sometimes. You know, babe. like some, hey, some, hey, sometimes I just wanted to let you know, sometimes you do need some gum, you know. Um, I ain't really, I'm not really trying to put you on the spot or anything like that, but you know, I I don't want anyone, I don't want anyone, you know, forming an opinion about you that's really not true, based on you know, you, you know, you you may have halitosis, you don't know, but or you may just got a tooth that need to come out. Yeah, you may have a tooth that need to come out. You might, hey, I've just been noticing a couple of days, you know, you know, this has been what it is. Because you know, when my wisdom teeth had to come, boy, it was kicking. <laughs> yeah, all four of them had to come out. 
Um, and I pulled them out right on time because you can't get to your wisdom teeth and they be back there. Yeah, they be in the back. You can't get to them and they, they be rotten. <laughs> right, you be doing it when you do that little giggle. Now your brother just come out there. Little, I'm like, stop, yelling, stop giggling like that. Your brother stank. <laughs> Don't hit me with that giggle. That's when the brother stank the most. When you hit with the giggle. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like though. And I do get that everybody's relationship is different. Um, everybody communicate differently. But I do sometimes feel like the way you start your relationship sometimes sets the tone for the relationship. Um, and I guess that's one thing that I'm I'm really happy about in our relationship, that we've always been able to crack jokes with each other. Um, yeah, but it's a, or it say takes things. Time. To each other, you know, and be really 100 with each other. And I've always appreciated that because. Yeah, but it ain't started that way. It took, it took time for that oh, to Oh, for up. sure. I mean, we've been together long enough. So I, mm-hmm. I feel like at this point in our relationship, we should not have a problem with. Um, no. Saying back, like, yeah, you need to stick gum or you may need to go brush your teeth. Yeah. You know, I feel like you should be able to say that at this point in our relationship. Yeah. But like I said, everybody do have different type of ways of communicating or joking with each other, things like that. Um, my husband has said plenty of times, like, if I did a hairstyle he didn't like, he'd crack jokes on me and Dang. all that. You know what I'm saying? And we Man. are both sitting and laugh about it. So, crazy. or if it's some just Little I remember that time you spent you spent a minute in the bathroom and you was putting on your face. Then, <laughs> that's why I call women putting their makeup. They put on their face. So I was like, you was putting on your face and then you came out, boy. You was at least three shades lighter than what you what you went in that bathroom as. I was like, yo, you too light. <laughs> like you need to take. And you, you, need like, to take you got a too much off, on. Take a little but bit I off laughed at it or whatever. So it's like, but that's just how we are, you know. And I do understand that everybody are. Don't be on that level. But we have fun with it. We we literally can sit and talk about anything with each other. We could talk about all type of things. And there's no type of attitude. We could talk about past relationships with each other. Things like that when we went on dates or whatever. But that's just what we do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that um, all couples should be able to do that, though. Just kick it. And and, and and talk I mean, about just random shit. Sometimes sometime you, you and your spouse hit it off right away. Sometimes it takes time to build that chemistry. It's just easier to have, be, have that chemistry when you first start out. Because um, I feel like we had it starting out. Like, I mean, definitely it's a process to the level you could do things. But I feel like just that talking to each other, that was... In the beginning, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you definitely, we definitely gave off the vibe. We been, we was around, we've been with each other for a while. I know when we first started looking for uh, apartments, when we first uh, <laughs> figured we was gonna move in, and then we had an appointment to go see, uh, go speak with like a realtor or something, like, a property manager, and then he was like, "How long you guys been together?" We, we like, but we get that a lot though. Yeah, we was like, "We've well, been together maybe a couple months." He like, "I could have sworn y'all been together for years the way y'all, the way you guys are around each other," and sometimes it's just that chemistry you have. Yeah, and I I have to honestly say since we've been together, we've gotten that a lot, Um, especially earlier on in the relationship because now Mm -hmm. we are at that point. Um, But earlier on in our relationship, especially like when we was looking for someone to stay and things like that, we were two years in at the time. Mm -hmm. And um, but the way we vibed, the way we conducted our business, the way we um, communicated with each other. People assume we have been rocking way longer than yeah. that time. And 
that was one thing I think that made me feel like this is this is a beautiful thing because you don't get that all the time. Yep. You know what I'm saying? When you when you dating with uh people and things like that and uh it made me feel good, I think, to see people seeing us in that light. Yeah. It was like, okay, so we doing something right. You yeah. know, not that we needed the uh the approval or, you know, from somebody, but yeah. these people didn't know us. They just looked at how we vibe with each other. And so I just think that you should be at a point with your significant other, especially if you've been together for years, um, to be able to have that type of communication. Yeah, if y'all was the point, y'all still struggling as a couple Then some ain't right. Hey, man, you might as well chop that up, man. Because to me, it ain't... You don't ever want to be in a... You could love a person, in my opinion, but they just not right for you. Y'all not right for each other. Yeah. Um. Sometimes you got to know when to cut it off. Even if you do love that person. Sometimes you got to love that person so much to let them go their way and find love with somebody else. So, um, but that, that used to make me feel really good just when we was starting out in our relationship to see people thinking we had been together for, for 10 years or something, just a long period of time and we hadn't been, but... Uh, and we still communicate like that when we conduct the business or doing mm. things. It's just the communication and just the way we vibe with each other. So, but I can see how I can go left in some situations. <laughs> um, but I that that's something to me. That's an easy fix if you really just put the work in. Mm-hmm. I do. I think that's an easy fix. That's just communicating with each other. Yeah. And and um, just. Understanding each other, I think. I think that's the right way to put it. Understanding each other. Um, and see, what else? Sometimes, I guess, people be feeling like uh, marriage counseling is... Uh, mm, like, trying to find people's shortcomings. Like, and I don't think so, though. Yeah, I think it. I don't know. I, don't, I think that's a little cheesy. Saying marriage counselors will tell you that the only thing you have to do to change your spouse is to get, um, get him or her to come in for hundreds of sessions. Um, I don't know. I I think like well, you going to the wrong damn counselor. Yeah, that's too much. That's way too much. Um, I yeah, I think. If you if you feeling like that, maybe you going to the wrong type of person. Because I'm gonna be honest. Counseling is such an intimate situation because mm-hmm. you're sharing very intimate things about yourself with a person. Uh-huh. I do feel like you need to find the right person. And I, I do know that counseling, you're paying for it, is not for free. Um, but you may have to somewhat shop around or really do your homework, you know, before you sit down and have a session with a person. Read reviews about that person and things like that. I told you I buy black. <laughs> so, no, I, I, if I see an older gentleman, older Caucasian gentleman with gray hair with glasses on, thinking he gonna tell me about my African American wife and myself, then you, you're sadly mistaken. <laughs> you know what? I cannot with the air. Let's see what else. I'm just keeping it real, boo. Um. 
Now, I do think that sometimes men have a harder time sharing their feelings than women. I think sometimes us as women, we tend to be able to, you know, get get our feelings out. Men, on the other hand, you guys, y'all kind of sometimes suck at that. Y'all do. Sometimes. It's true. I'm not going to fight you about it. I'm not going to fight you about it at all. It's true. And it, I mean, it is. That's that's just how we how we how we grew up. So counseling. We grew up holding our feelings. But that's because y'all taught that. Yeah. And um, I personally feel like because you have a lot of men that don't want to cry. You know, they don't want to. And and that's all about how you brought up. But I think counseling sometimes probably can be a little frustrating more so for the man. If it's a couple thing mm-hmm. than a woman, and that can cause a lot of conflict sometimes, probably in a relationship. But some of these reasons to why counseling is BS, I can I can see it. Uh, but I don't know. And then I guess the biggest thing is it's expensive, and then sometimes people feel like that's a way to control their spouse mm-hmm. in the situation they in. I don't see how that's possible, do you? Um, I'm, I don't really think that would be the case. It's possible. Cause more, uh, I don't know. I think it's 50-50 because some, some women really want to control their relationship with their man. And some men just want to keep their... Uh, control they want. They, yeah, they, want, um, they want to oppress their women and block them from their greatness as beautiful as women are. So it's it's a given it's a give and take when it comes to that. Um so I don't know how counseling can be built to control someone. Especially if the counsel if if, if the therapist isn't biased. I don't see how that how that can be yeah, the case. I don't either. Or that may be the, 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 the person trying to be controlling in that. Cause I don't really see how counseling could be a controlling situation. Me personally, um one thing that I was talking about earlier this week, which I am trying to be more disciplining in myself, is um, self-care. Self-care is important for men and women. Um, and that may help love. a lot of marriages, to be self-love. honest. Self-love. Yeah. Um, for me, self-love is getting my hair done, my nails done, my feet done, going to read, uh, listening to my music, relaxing, and reading my books. Um, that's Self-care for me. Um, I do think sometimes when you are a woman, because I'm not a man, so I can't speak from a man's point of view. Mm-hmm. But as a woman, sometimes I do feel like you get lost in the sauce a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because as a wife, as a mother, you tend to want to make sure your husband is okay. You want to make sure your ch- your kids are okay. And so you sometimes forget about you. Um and so, one thing that I used to do all the time before I had my son was read. And so, I wanna, I'm want to, i trying to get back in the groove of that. And um, just do little things for me. My husband, now, one thing I have to do is say that my husband has always, since we've been together, big on me, taking care of me. Um, sometimes he has to remind me to go do me. Um, and I love him for that because sometimes you just get lost in the shuffle of things and your day-to-day life and just being, you know, married and having a kid and making sure 
Because when me and my husband tell you, I'm really big on making sure my son's stuff is always together, situated, doctor's appointments, um, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So, I sometimes do get lost in the mix of things. And so, he'll be like, Keisha, go. <laughs> go get your nails done. Go get your hair done. Yeah. So, I think everybody needs that, though. Yeah. I do. So. I'm always big on, on your spouse creating a space for themselves. Because it can't be just you, you and that other person. And then your kid and the... Right, it can't be that. That You need to have some space. So you need to create, I don't want to say a life, but you got to have your own thing going on for yourself. Your me time. And your spouse, yeah. Your spouse need to have their own thing going on for themselves. Then you guys come together. How can you truly miss your spouses if, you know, if you guys are bunning each other all the time? They need to be out. You need to be out doing your thing and they need to be out doing their thing. Create space for the, you to miss your spouse. That way you appreciate them more also. That's how I feel. I agree with you. I agree with everything you said. Dropping knowledge. You see that? So we we talked about team counseling, team no counseling. Um, I can see why some people may not be a fan of counseling for some reasons. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely team counseling. All right. Um, how about you? Sure. Yeah, I'm definitely saying counseling. I don't think it hurts. There's nothing wrong with counseling. The only thing I would say is just make sure the person that you um, choose to counsel you are is a good fit for you. That's all. Absolutely. And what you're trying to accomplish or, you know, come out of, make sure that person is a good fit for the, whatever the issue is, issues are that you're trying to get um, clarified on. Absolutely. That's how I feel about it. I really enjoyed this conversation, babe. Thank you. I enjoyed giving you this conversation. <laughs> I think tonight was a good show. So on that note, anything else you want to say? No, I'm good. All right. So <laughs> as we close out, as we always do, I really appreciate you guys listening to me and Justin on K&J Conversations Podcast. Well, you already know. We talk about a little love, a little family, a little relationships, and then we talk about all that that's in between. Everything in between. Yes. So go bad I mean go bulls. My bulls just won at night too. Shit, we getting we put right, in work, Chantel. baby. Two in a row. Look, we uh, almost at five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> so uh on closing. Guess what, babe? Mm. Guess what episode this is? What episode is it? Seventeen. Putting in work. Yes, we are. Giving giving the streets that work, that product, baby. Yes. And so we always like to close out or sometimes we open up. But tonight we're going to close out with on how you can contact us. You can email us at k period j period c-o-n-v-o-1-9 at gmail.com. Instagram is k underscore j underscore conversations. Facebook is k and j conversations. And that and is the symbol. Those are our platforms to reach out to us. And you also can hit that little message button on Anchor. Yes, sir. And leave us a voice message and let us know how you feeling, what you want us to talk about. We're here for it. Absolutely. And you know, like, just, as I, just like I say, like, follow. Yes, babe. Support, man. One more time for the people. Like, follow, support. So... Oh, one and another one. If we got about that merch, as soon as we, soon as we, uh, soon as yes. we get that merch, we gonna start posting. So you gonna see a couple of our shirts. Not bad. Yes, that's that's something we. I kind of got delayed because of the surgery, but um, I will be getting that done real soon. It mm-hmm. just kind of threw me off uh, with the surgery, but yeah. we love y'all. We really appreciate the love that you give us. 
um, every week. This will be dropping tomorrow morning. What day, babe? Thursday. Yes, Thursday. It won't be week. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Thursday. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you killed you. You killed my little flow, but that's okay. I'm sorry. Um, we really do appreciate your love. You listening to us. We can't wait because we'll be wrapping up season one real soon. Coming soon. Going into season two and we got some big things coming yes, that sir. we really want to work on for you guys. So, in closing, thank you. Love love y'all. Yep. Keep supporting us. Support, support. support our pages. Um, reach out to us. Yep. And we out. Peace.